Welcome to Not in Real Estate with me, National Core. In, in the last two episodes, we've been talking about uh, what you need to do as a buyer before you buy a house, uh, especially offline. That's what we've been discussing. So I talked about seven critical areas that you need to um, go into and tick those boxes before you buy a house. Now I've covered um, I've covered uh, a number of them. Uh, I've covered um, four of them. Uh, now I want to cover three in this episode. Uh, three areas that you must tick as a buyer. As I said, I've talked about this at length in this book. Uh, Don't buy that house. Uh, insightful guide to upland house purchase. So you can buy get this book and um, read a lot of these areas that you must interrogate as a buyer before you buy a house off plan, especially off plan, though it also applies for buying a book generally. So get a copy of my book. Uh, these areas that I'm talking about that we have discussed in the last two episodes and the three areas that I want to tackle in this episode are in this book. So you can, at your comfort, buy the book, go through it, you'll be able to understand in the, the areas I'm talking about. Now, uh, the three areas I want to talk about that you need to interrogate before buying a house uh, off plan. And the three areas, number one is um, house details, confirmation of the actual house details. Then I'll talk about service charge and I'll talk about the project financing model. Those are the three areas that are remaining that I want to, to delve into this episode. Now, uh, l- let's talk about uh, service charge. And uh, service charge is one of those intricately hidden costs that most buyers don't even think about when they're buying a house. They, they don't. Um, uh, and yet, how much you're going to pay as a service charge is a very critical part of uh, things you must consider Yeah, if you're buying a house. Um, most of the times, people want a lot of things on development. You no, know, I want a heated pool. I want a development with a heated pool, with a gym, fully fitted gym, with steam, sauna high-speed lift, but we don't care about how much will the service charge be. And that's why people have ended up leaving rentals, buying a house, and paying a service charge equal to their rent that they were paying initially. Yes, it, it's happened. So so you're paying, you're, so, so, so you are paying a, a rent, then you buy a house. After buying the house, you pay a service charge equal to the rent you're paying. I mean, I've, 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 I've seen people that have moved out of houses they bought because the service charge is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, and they took mortgage or they took loan and they're thinking they're going to save the, the rent they're going to, uh, the rent they were paying, they'll pay as mortgage or loan, whatever it is. And yet they're paying service charge almost equal to the rent. And I've seen people move out and rent the apartments they bought. So as a buyer, you must carefully think about the service charge. How much, and those questions you must come to your mind, how much will the service charge be? Yeah, how much is service charge be? And to help answer your question, uh, you, you need to think about what are what's a service charge? Yeah, because service charge is what commonly everyone in the development will pay for maintenance of the what we call common areas. So be it your security, uh, the management company uh, usually is paid some some fee, the cleaning, the garbage, all those things. So if a building has a lot of what we call ancillary facilities, yeah. If there's a lot of common facilities, then the service charge will definitely be high. And a number of people do not think about this when they're buying a house. Everyone wants a development that, what, as a heated swimming pool, for example. Yeah. But you don't think about how much will it cost for me to 
service that's it is swimming pool. How much will it cost me to have a fully backup generator? Yeah, with that fuel and everything else. Yeah, how much will it cost me to service a high-speed lift or a or a, a gym on a on a rooftop, for example? So these things we don't think about them. And um, when we buy a development, we look at the price only, and we forget about how much it will cost to maintain the, the common area. So think about think think about the facilities in this development before you buy. So ask yourself, what are the common facilities in this development? Yeah. And I know sometimes developers will tell you, oh no, the service charge will, will not be much, will be little. But remember, they'll work out at some point. They will, they will leave you with this mess. They will leave you with this bag with this baggage. This burden will be yours at some point. So the honest is on you to interrogate. How much will that service charge be when I buy this development? So think about the service charge. Think about the ancillary facilities that you're going to you're, you're, you're going to have in this development. Ask yourself what are those what they call silent features. Yeah, think about the management of this uh, of these common area fa uh, facilities. Yeah, what will it take? The higher the development, the higher developments have. What you'll find sometimes, even the number of guards alone, it, it's it's quite a lot. So before you commit, and I always say, don't pay the deposit. Then start asking the questions. Ask the questions first. Yeah, are there certain services in this development you want to buy into that will drive up the costs, for example, that will just exorbitantly drive up the cost of, of your service chain. Yeah? Is there anything unique out of place in this development that will drive up the cost? And I mentioned one of those things that always just drive up electricity bills, common air bills, is the heated pools. That, and you know, sometimes we have these pools that even nobody uses. But the problem is, the pool will be heated not partially when one person is in the pool. The pool is heated fully even with one person in the pool. Even with a kid in the pool, the swimming pool will be heated. So it doesn't matter if you have 300 people and one person is in the pool, the pool will be heated. The pool cannot be heated sectionally for one person. So end of the day, and, 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 and eating the pool does not depend on how many people are in the pool. So you'd say, no, we'll use less power because of one people. No, it's the same. Right, so watch out for some of these services in development, and and, and, and I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah, please don't uh, uh, mistake me. I'm not saying they're bad. What I'm saying is, be knowledgeable to know how how much you will pay as a service check, whether you can afford it or not. I think that's the most important thing. You could as well afford it. The, the development with the pools and all those things, you could as well afford it. And, and nothing is wrong with that. All I want you to check before you buy a house is what will you pay as a monthly service check? And especially if you are a first-time homeowner, yeah, that is getting out of your rental to your new house, it's important that you don't jump into uh, from the pan, from the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, be careful that your service charge is not added towards your rental amount you're paying. And yet you've taken a loan to try and re reduce things or a mortgage, whatever it is. So check that the service charge makes sense. Very, very important. Yeah. Now, uh, the project service charge for the development is sometimes uh, misplaced. 
in the sale agreement they'll tell you oh you know we project that the service charge will be 10,000 15,000 per month don't fall for it entirely it's important for you to interrogate whether that 15,000 makes it I have been on I've seen projects where that service charge is really really, really under, under quoted to entice the buyer to buy so don't fall for what is you what you're being told yeah the onus is on you to go deeper and interrogate exactly what is it in this that you'll pay as a service charge that is very 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 important yeah um also buried if you're buying for investment uh look at what will be the expected rental for example i mean if if you're buying an apartment and i want to rent it yeah look at the expected rental how much is the rental uh income per month for example this is the service charge again that will make you uh, decide whether it's a good house you want to buy or not if if the rental is 55000 and you're paying service charge maybe of 15000 20000 does that make sense yeah probably not we'll talk about a lot of this uh, rental yield and uh, return on investment later on but that's something you need to start analyzing does that make sense for you yeah the service charge is the rental you expect on development before you commit don't buy a house then realize oh the rent is 55 and service charge is 20000 so I'm making 30, uh, 35000 only does that make sense for you so service charge another key that you must stick next is uh, what I would call the actual house details yeah confirmation of the actual house details now why is this important i mean it sounds so obvious as well but this is one of those important things that you have to check before you buy a house what are the actual a lot of buyers buy development because of renters images they've seen on billboards brochures they've seen on television advertisements they buy houses based on images on pictures yeah it sounds ridiculous but that is what most buyers do yeah now before you buy a house get to know what are the actual not what you've seen on the image forget about what you saw in the image freeze yourself a bit ask yourself what will be the finish of the lounge what will be the finish not what is on the render those renders are very subjective very emotional they are supposed to wipe you into buying and convincing you of a beautiful lounge with those sofas that you see on those images will not be there so ask yourself the developer what is the actual finish of this house what is the tile finish what is the door yeah what what is the window is it aluminium is it mild steel yeah is it timber what is the window finish what is the door finish is it a flush door is it a semi-solid is it a mahogany door get to know the actual house details of what you're buying very very important yeah let me give you an example i mean i was i've been on a project where a buyer bought a house actually two i'll give you two scenarios and the day of handover um, she ca she came with the brochures she bought the house with and i remember i was still a, a novice project manager so i went to handover and she tells me where's the timber and i said what timber and i said she puts the render and says but the the render image in the brochure shows this timber in the dining and they said 
Well, I don't do renters as another department. I have no idea. I built waters on the bill of quantities. And said, no, my house must have timber. Because the image here shows timber. That is how ridiculous it was. And it was a serious fuss. Yeah, and as I told her, look, if there was timber you were promised, then that's another department. You can pick it up. But the bill of quantities and what you were supposed to build was supposed to be tied. There are a number of those examples. I have been on development where on handover, and it was a couple. And when they came to the house and they said, no, this dining is smaller than what we have in our house. Yeah. And they, they are realizing that after they paid 13 million, they're realizing at the handover that the dining is smaller than what they have currently. House is complete. Yeah. And it's simply because they didn't check the actual house details. So ask, ask for the drawing, the dimensioned drawing of the apartment you buy. Take a tape and measure it physically with yourself. If you have a partner, pull the tape yourself. Confirm the size of the lounge you're buying. Confirm the size of the bedrooms. Confirm the actual house details that you are about to purchase. All right? Don't fall for the pictures. Yeah? What does the drawing show? Five meters. Pull five meters. I always advise, confirm it with, the, with your current place where you're staying. I believe you're not staying outside. You have a house. So if the drawing say five meters, what... How does it relate with your current lounge? How does the dining drawing relate with your current dining? Just confirm those things. Physically confirm them. Just be comfortable that you are sure of what you bought, that this house is maybe the same size, or you are aware that it's smaller than what you have, but you're constantly aware of it as you buy. Confirm the proper house details. Very important. Something that I need to mention as well is ask for the finishes schedule from the developer. The finished schedule will, will indicate to you everything that's supposed to be put on this development. Not the image. Please run away from the image renders. Image renders are meant to wipe you into buying a development. Those things you see on the render will not be in the project. Confirm the proper house details that is supposed to. And essentially, confirm spacing. Confirm spaces. Yeah? Too many times you go to handover projects and a client says this toilet is so, so small i didn't know this toilet is so small you hear those comments i didn't know this house is this small what do you mean you didn't know where have you been what did you buy so confirm spaces actually confirm spaces if you can't if you can't comprehend it get a, a second opinion get a, a third party someone professional to advise you to give you the exact spaces to explain to you as like a layperson that this is what you're buying. Yeah? So check that those things are actually in place, internal spaces. Uh, something very critical as well is house orientation. How is the house oriented to the sun path? Yeah? Again, you hear this comment, oh, this man, I have a balcony that doesn't get sunlight. Where have you been? Where have you been? Confirm these things. Before you pay money, confirm that, yes, where is the sun path? Where is east and west? Very, very, very small things. But if you buy a house for 20 million and uh, there's no east and west sun on it, it remains like that forever. The sun will never shift for you. It can't. So if you cannot get sunlight, it's like that forever, unless you buy another house. 
So don't make these silly mistakes. Confirm, confirm, confirm the actual house details. All right? Now, the final thing about confirming what you need to check and tick before buying a house is the financing model. Is the project financing model. How does the developer intend to finance this project? I mean, you, you've seen how many houses have been auctioned. Yeah? You've seen how many houses have been auctioned by banks. There are so many court cases around. Yeah? So many uh, buyers have lost houses that they fully paid for. Developer borrowed and then didn't pay the loan. So, and, and this one also, probably need to check at it as the history as well of the developer because the developer history will tell you how they finance their projects. Now, you need to be comfortable with the model that the, this developer is using to finance the development before you buy. Is he financing through debt, meaning loan? Is it debt and equity? Is he financing through off-plan sales? I mean, how is this? Is, is it just outright? He has the equity, he wants to finance it from his pocket. Now, this information is not easily got it. But if this, this developer has done projects before, probably you have a hint of how they usually finance their projects. It, it will give you some idea of how they finance their projects. So check their history uh, to check how they finance the previous projects. Very important. And then see whether that finance model works for you. Why this is important? Because this will, will uh, allow you to know whether this project will complete or not. If the developer has no convincing plan of how to finance the project, walk away. That project will take years and years. It will take ages to complete, so walk away. Yeah? Is the developer borrowing? I mean, this is a question you need to ask yourself. Are they borrowing? Which bank? Yeah? How much are they borrowing? Can you know? Can you interrogate? How did they finance their previous development? Yeah? Did it work? Did it fail? Did it work? Are those buyers satisfied with that model? Yeah. Otherwise, you will buy a project and then it was fully borrowed on. Developer didn't pay. You had no idea. You fully paid your development. And then, boom, the bank is on your neck. Yeah. So, check critically the model by which this developer is financing. Project financing model is very important path of how it needs to check. Off-plan model is a good financing model. There's nothing wrong with it. So when you hear he's financing it through off-plan, it's fine. You'll know very well that he wants to use your money to build. And there's nothing wrong with using your money to build. As long as there are those safeguards that he's put in place to ensure that the money he's using to build, the, the money you give is building. And one of those safeguards that I keep talking about is milestone payments. He builds, then you pay. He builds, then you pay. That is one safeguard. Bottom line, he needs to put his money as well. It's not fully from you. And there are so many developers that do not want to put even a shading of their money into development. They fully want it financed. And that's where the problem comes. Right? Part of this interrogation of a financing model is you want to know, are there previous loans? Are there previous spending loans? Probably from the previous projects. Did they complete paying those loans in those previous projects? That's something you want to know. In the projects they did, that they borrowed, did they fully pay the loans they borrowed? That information you get from the previous projects. 
Yeah. So interrogate, interrogate, interrogate. So these are the three last critical areas that you must interrogate as a buyer. All right. Service charge. How much is the service charge for this development before you buy? What will it be? Number two, what are the house details? What are the actual house details of this project? What is the tile finish? What is the door? What is the lounge? Confirm. Number three, the project financing model. Very critical three areas that you must interrogate. All right? Now, this, this last three uh, areas bring me to the last part of what you need to check before buying a house. And I, I talked about the seven critical areas you need to check before buying a house. Yes? Uh, from episode two to this one, we've discussed them in length. Uh, don't forget them. History of developer. All right? Number one. Number, uh, number two, uh, the project execution team. Who, who are the consultants? Number three, the statutory approval. Does this project have the requisite statutory approvals and elaborated at them at length? Number four, the sale agreement. Interrogate the sale agreement at length. Look at it, not the full stop and commas for the lawyer. The construction lingo language in the sale agreement. The, the, the house details are correctly captured. The milestone payment, the payment plan, all those things, check them properly. Um, number four is the service charge. Number five is the house details. Number six is the project payment uh, method, the, the, the project finance method. Method. Those are seven critical areas that you must tick. You must tick as a buyer before buying a house. If you want to read more of those things, please get a copy of my book. I have talked about them at length in this book, uh, so that you can understand them in depth. How you need to do and interrogate all those seven areas. Very critical. Uh, in the next coming episode, we're going to now talk about building and I'm going to talk about what you need to do when you're building a house and how do you start? Where do you start? Where do you end? So make sure you tune into the next episode as we tackle building. How to dissect it and I'm going to dissect it for you where you need to start, where I need to end, what approvals, how do you get an architect all through to the end until you build a house. Thank you very much.